finally back. I know it's been a couple of weeks now. Um, not because we care any less about this podcast, but because sometimes life gets a little rough. We're working bitches. We got to pay those bills. Yes, and support this podcast, which is now starting to feel like our um, our alimony child. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So um, we're very happy to be back and recording. We're glad we were able to get together today to um, again share some more information with you guys and as usual i want to ask ali j how you doing how you been i've been great um my dad actually uh came to visit me for a week and it's really nice because um he's moved to michigan so to be able to spend that time with him was really amazing yeah that's awesome i know i know i know you're very close to your dad so it's really nice when he comes and visits right yeah i'm uh i'm a daddy's girl but i'm a mama's girl too but yeah me and my dad have a a, like love hate relationship um (laughs) because we're so much alike but yeah it, it was it was really good to see him yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that, friend. Um, so let's start this off with uh, some movie news. Wait, wait, what? wait. We heard how I'm doing. How are you doing? Oh, I... I is Gucci. I'm good. Oh my God. I'm good. There's a full moon. I'm sorry. Oh, oh wow. Look how beautiful. Well. I'm, I'm, I'm a, you guys will learn I'm a moon person. Oh, I'm a moon we, child. We're, a moon, we're both Yeah, moon we are moon people. children. We literally just sent each other random pictures of the moon yes. all the time. Did you see the moon <laughs> And it's really big it and beautiful. It is so beautiful today. I just want to howl at it. Howl. <laughs> that was Patty. <laughs> well, yes, thank you for pointing that out, Ali J. That is a beautiful moon. And now you guys got to witness this moment of me and Ali J simultaneously looking at the moon from my car, which is where we're recording today. Because frankly, the place that we were eating at felt a little bit white. Exactly. Just a little bit. A little white. It wasn't a... <laughs> We were the only specks of color in there. We were the only specks of color, literally. So that was. So you know what we said? You know what? Better safe than sorry. Uh, we're just gonna go ahead and uh, take this outside. Um, so here we are. Um, shall we move on? To yes. Movie yes. News? Yes. Okay. So uh, first thing we wanted to talk about. Actually, this is the only thing on the agenda today. Um, for some reason, it's Robert Pattinson as Batman. <laughs> what do we think? Do we love it? Do we hate it? Um, I think he's. He's gotten better as an actor. I like Twilight was like one of his his breakout roles, yep. and I didn't think he was that great in it. But no. I've seen him in other movies, and I feel like he really has developed into a better actor. Um, and I'm willing to give him a chance. But to be honest, I wouldn't have pictured him as Batman. But I think he's the youngest Batman to date. Yeah, I was gonna say he seems pretty. He's 32. Long, yeah, he seems. Uh, young, but I'm willing to give him a chance. I'm yes. not totally in love with it, but I don't. I feel like it may cause the franchise to to go down. To collapse, well. yeah. like it has. I don't know if he has the, the, it's like the star power. Spider Man's and the same. And yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't hold think it. he has. I'm gonna agree with you on that. I actually am not. I have no beef with Robert Pattinson, even though I also did not think he was great in Twilight. Uh, nobody was great. Like it was nobody was great. Actresses, let's yeah, let's horrible. just be real. That was it was a teen movie. It was what it was. But I love them. I love them, but they're cheesy as hell. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those like guilty pleasure movies yeah. that you watch when nothing else is on, and you enjoy it because it's just like oh, this is bad. Yes, but it's so good. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I agree. I don't think Robert Pattinson can um, like you said, he does not have the star power to hold this franchise. 
he he won't be able i mean the last batman oh no the last batman was ben affleck wasn't mm-hmm. he well fuck him too but <laughs> but christian it. bale was a great batman. i thought he was too he was a magnificent batman i don't care what anybody says he was uh everything i've ever pictured batman to be me too and obviously you know heath ledger as the joker was the best joker so okay. uh, yeah they could Robert Pattinson, I'm sorry. People don't like him though, um, Christian Bale, because of his voice. But I, I like that part because they're saying Batman doesn't have like that scruffy voice that they said he overdid it with the. No, didn't he? I loved it. It was hot. It was hot. It was sexy. We loved it. (laughs) That's it. That's all we have to say about Batman. No, one more thing to add about (laughs) Batman, (laughs) Robert Pattinson. Oh no, now I lost my train of thought. No, I don't remember. Forget it. Shoot, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. But yeah, let us know what you think. Do you think uh, Robert Pattinson's going to make a great Batman? If so, send us an email. Shoot us a DM. We want to know what you think about uh, the future of Batman. And if not, if you don't think he would be um, a great Batman, who do you think would play a better Batman? Or who could yeah, let us that know. Role? Who could have been in that role? I'm curious, too. Hmm. I did Jake Gyllenhaal, but I think it's just because he's really hot. I don't know. He's going to be in that new Spider-Man movie. Oh, I saw that. I think that's where I was getting from. Yep. I was like, man, this guy. And yeah, he would be... Oof. Ooh. He gets better with age. Ooh, like like fine a fine wine. wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with that, um, we're going to move on to our other favorite section. What we're watching. Yeah. So Alicia, what are you watching nowadays? Um, I'm really late behind the eight ball. I finally watched uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Is uh-huh. that what it's called? And I geeked out. I was jumping and i was like a little kid in a candy store i was smiling so much and i was like saying stuff to my friend that was there with me i'm like oh my god look at that look at that i was just so enthralled the whole movie not distracted and then uh it was a dvd so at the end they have all these like special features i watched all of them that talking so- to the directors and the the actors and oh my gosh i i feel like i enjoy that as much as i enjoy the movie like it was oh i know you do you that, i like that you like to watch those though <laughs> I, I did not watch those so i'll have to check you that have out. to yeah there yeah. it was yeah okay everything it, do, it, so... it, led, it led up to the hype and i like how in the movie he spoke okay so spanish and stuff. oh yeah because he's puerto rican yeah um i would definitely say like i'm Maybe being generous, but like a nine point five. Wow! I really like. I loved it. That's I, I want to buy it. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Anything else you're watching nowadays? Uh, I'm watching this show called The Bold Type on Freeform, and I like it because. Oh, I started watching. Yeah. That. Oh. It, it's it felt it's, a little forced. That's all. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to check all the boxes. Uh-huh. Um, but I just like it because it's like. Uh, three best friends they're all independent doing their own thing mm-hmm. they all have their own personalities um, it's kind of like cliche some of the stuff uh, but I don't know I just like seeing the their bond the three musketeers yeah it, it's cute oh yeah movie uh, shows about friendships are I think I think are good but and I, women empowerment too like the leader of uh, the editor of the magazine is a female um, and it just, I don't know, the stories that they tell. Oh, you know what, I didn't, to be fair, I only watched maybe two episodes, so I don't think it's fair that I can say that I didn't. Like, I just, it didn't get me. Right, it didn't first. hook you. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just my, it wasn't my favorite. It kind of felt like a, a PG version of Sex in the City. And I was like, no, man, if you're going to try to do Sex in the City, give me the sex. <laughs> just, I think, yeah, I, I mean, it was like, that. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. It was a little, like, too... 
like Disney-ish to me. You know what I mean? Like you could tell it was freeform. Yeah. But that's the only reason. That's I guess why it just felt like a watered down version. But, and I haven't really gotten to Sex in the City, but I've heard everything oh, you're really good like about that. it. Yeah, I need yeah, to start watching like it. That. That's, that's a good fucking show. I want to know what you guys think about Mr. Big. Shoot us. Shoot Is us he really DM. Mr. Big? <laughs> you guys <laughs> missed it. I'll tell you. Yeah, it, does, you can't, it doesn't translate, but I, I winked. Wink, wink. Is, wink, wink. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I've been watching another show that i actually been wanting to ask you if you've seen. It's called Easy on Netflix. No, but I like the name. No, you're going to fucking love the show. It is literally... Okay, it's like one of those... Okay, here's my thing. Here's my thing with sex in movies and shows. I don't mind it. Um, matter of fact, if there's a lot of it, it's not something that I frown upon, per se. I prefer but it. I think, yeah, but I think it has to add some sort of... Um, like, it has to progress the plot like right. it can't just be like don't give it to me over shock value like, sex for sex yeah for sex sake yeah so don't don't give it to me like that but this show is literally all about sex and it's about different couples in chicago and oh wait no i think i've seen seen this isn't that the this is the one you've been telling me about with the I different have. stories yes it's a, it's a different story for everybody so you can literally jump on any any one episode it has a great cast it's uh it's what you call its brother right yeah little franco yeah Ooh, he's, such a he's cuter than james franco he is cuter than james franco i completely agree and it's just honestly it's just a great cast a great every single episode is a different couple and when i i enjoyed it so much because um it was so refreshing to see like all of these different types of couples like in love and stuff yes like it was just so different like in the sense of like um you know there's one couple for example like i think it opens up i'm not gonna give away spoilers but you know they're a very different dynamic like the dad is like a stay-at-home like playwright and the mom is like this business woman and she you know she's really she doesn't want sex with him so she kind of decides to open up their marriage and it's like this whole thing and like as the seasons progress like obviously episode two is a completely different couple but they all exist within that same universe mm. like you'll see random characters from like the other episodes appear in the other episodes but they and it, it kind of makes it seem like you know every character like um they're in their own world right and even though we're all in the same world like you know to somebody there's somebody's everything in the world and i think i don't know it, it's a such a good it. yeah it's such a good show so that's one thing i'll recommend to you guys does a new season come out yes there's season oh. three and i, need to watch I it. haven't finished it but what i've seen so far i very much liked and like okay. i said again it's so you're gonna like one there's one episode that's like about bdsm i'm sorry i'm like <laughs> dang put me on front street it's no, cool I'm not, <laughs> it's only because she, we always laugh at this certain uh, uh no not kink shaming anybody by the way <laughs> but it's one of those things like it's it puts such a awkward like situation and awkward characters and these like situations so it's like one of those things like you just enjoy watching through you're like wow like i'm cringing so hard at this but it's so like again you guys i i i mean i want to see it because again 50 shades some of my favorite movies and books and i, did not like 50 shades I know but... american horror story the oh, oh, american horror story yeah, there was a oh, little bit of BDSM that in that one. Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. So I have to watch that one. But yeah, if you guys want a, sto- uh, a show with easy to watch, like they're only like 25 minute episodes, I think. It's easy to binge watch. It's easy to binge watch, yeah. And they're interesting characters, like interesting people, interesting couple dynamics. Like, 
it's a good good show but i do also want to add that i'm sorry now i feel like i'm talking too much no <laughs> i've surpassed never. my time <laughs> but i also wanted to add um i know that the section is called what we're watching but i also wanted to shout out something that i'm listening to Ooh. because as all of us no this is a youtube you know what i'm about to say I wanted to shout out my favorite podcast in the world, and that is "Why Won't You Date Why Me?" Why won't you date me? With Nicole Byer, it is literally my favorite show, and I thank the Lord every day that I can listen to it in my boring ass job because otherwise I would not make it through the day. And um, if you guys haven't already listened to it, I don't. It is on iTunes, right? Or you don't know? I don't know. I don't have an iPhone. I'm, I'm so and sorry. Team Android over here. <laughs> Okay. For life, baby. I know. How we could be friends is I don't know. I'm team uh, iPhone team. Well, um, yeah, if you guys check out, um, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's on iTunes. But for sure it's on Spotify. And I'm pretty sure it's on all major streaming services. But why won't you date me with Nicole Byer? It is pure. It is everything good in the world. And Nicole, it's comedic genius. Like yeah. I think I, I always feel like I'm gonna get tired of it, and I just started rewatching. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I started listening to because she put out new episodes, uh-huh. and people at work look at me like you're crazy because they're probably like, "This girl is insane. She's laughing so hard." I, that is me and too. I, no shame. I, I can't help myself. It seems like each episode no, gets she's funnier. Great. She's, she's hilarious. Like, she literally talks about her life. She's vulnerable as fuck. She's hilarious. She's genuine. Like I, I love everything about it. I literally do. And as someone that like, uh, not to say that uh, I'm above <laughs> listening to uh, dating podcasts, but that's not something I thought I would be into. But honestly, everything about it, it's about so much more. Like she's like I like what Ali, Ali J said here. She is a you know comedic genius she's amazing nicole buyer if you happen to one day be listening just know that i would die for you and the thing too that i love about her is she always says like people try to tell me i'm beautiful for being a big black girl and she's like no i'm just beautiful period so i just love her confidence and um Mm -hmm. i think for people for women who for women of color um maybe plus size women that kind of like question um their beauty this is a good person to listen to because she just oozes confidence and it's kind of one of those things to like unapologetically being yourself and knowing that you're great for who you are it's just it's really cool it's motivational to me because i'm like this girl you said it perfectly yeah that is exactly what it is exactly like it is very without it being like sappy or trying too hard like this bitch just tells it how it is and honestly it just radiates that confidence Mm -hmm. like through the thing you're like wow like nicole byers a bad bitch like she literally like why you know she says a lot of things one thing that always um like sticks out to me is how she talks about how when she was younger and this is just a little sneak peek but she talks about how uh, when she was younger like she used to always cover herself um Mm -hmm. when it was even when it was hot like she would wear a sweater because she didn't want people to see her arms or you know she didn't want people to see her and then one day she's like okay well if i take out this sweater and i show people my arms like are they gonna die did anybody die and no nobody (laughs) died so nobody gives a fuck like nobody gives a fuck about your fucking arms nobody gives a fuck about your stomach your belly rolls like no nobody gives a shit just love yourself entirely and um listen to this podcast if you care about yourself because it is a great podcast it is even if you're in a relationship or anything they give you tips and different things that maybe you didn't consider and i think it's a great way to bond with your partner and get closer to them just because uh she does have different guests on there she has straight guests gay guests Mm -hmm. and then she has guests that are married ones that aren't and then it's kind of cool to get different perspectives from different people it's not just her all the time she has wonderful guests on there and she it, does cool. and every um, i want to say almost because not every one of her guests are delightful but <laughs> one person in particular and i'll tell you as a sidebar <laughs> later on 
<laughs> but every, almost every one of her guests, like, they're all comedians. And by the way, this isn't a sponsorship because we cannot gather. We can't get any sponsorship. But if you're interested and you want us to be guests to do a collab episode, we would love it. <laughs> we would pay you to take us on your show. Speaking of that, we love your advertisements because, like, normally when you hear advertisements on Spotify. Oh, I even enjoy her yeah, advertisements. Yeah, they, um, yeah, you could tell they're just, like, <laughs> they're the reading a script uh-huh. and it's very boring. But with her, she makes it her own. Like, if you want me to sponsor your stuff like i gotta bring who i am my authentic self and i was listening to one and she's like bro i mean you can wear it if you have saggy tits you got big old yeah big old titties if you if you want to put nuts in there and and uh feed them to the to the birds i'm like just i mean just everything about this whole thing is great hilarious yeah so do do yourself yourself a a favor favor. yeah like while you're i mean one thing's for sure don't listen to it with your kids they yeah, it's, it's, it's they definitely a lot of rated TVMA. Yeah, or Radio MA because it's not it's not appropriate yes. for children. All right, so now that we're done fangirling about Nicole Byer, <laughs> we can move on to the meat and potatoes. Woo! Meat and potatoes. All right, so today, unfortunately, we do have a more serious subject, which actually kind of I'm glad we talked about all the dumb shit we did already because that kind of will balance out this episode. Um. Today we will be celebrating some of, uh, well, the life and some of the accomplishments of uh, an American film director, screenwriter, and producer um, who, well, passed away tragically a couple. I know that this might seem a little bit late, and we've been planning this episode since the moment of his passing. Um, We wanted to talk about him prior to that, and unfortunately, like, this devastating news happened, but uh, we will be talking about John Singleton today. So, um, with that, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be starting off today just telling you a little bit about um, him, and then Ali J will take it away with um, some of his phenomenal accomplishments. So, yeah, uh, his John Singleton was born John Daniel uh, Singleton. Um, he is, of course, as I said earlier, a film director, a screenwriter, and producer. He is best known for his, uh, directing Boys in the Hood. Um, he was nominated at age 24 for an Academy Award for... He was actually the youngest African-American, right? He was the youngest person and the first black, um, yeah, to ever be nominated for an Academy Award. Does that sound right? Um, I know he was the first to be nominated, uh, in the category of Best Original... I mean, uh, for Best Director. I didn't know he was the youngest... Yeah, he was Two. 24. That's crazy. That's insane. Oh, because he was still at USC, huh? Yeah, that's insane, He was insane, still in school, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he graduated from USC School of Cinematic Arts, and um, apparently he was very, he was deeply influenced by the original Star Wars films and uh, Steven Spielberg. Those mm. were, I guess, great influences on him. Um, he criticized, he was very vocal about his belief of um, more black people creating movies for black for black people not it being you know when we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago lej when we mm-hmm. were talking about how we got to be careful too like not to say that we can't consume movies created by white people but i'm just saying that there's certain ones where we want to support specifically because there's it's starring people of color and there's stories about people of color but you also have to be mindful about who's writing them you right. know because a lot of the times um it's not to say they just to me it seems unfair that people profit off of being racist and a lot of the times like when we were talking talking about um orange is the new black for example Mm -hmm. and some of the stuff that they came up with i'm like this is a room full of white people of 
of white people and i like to, to me it, it's insane that they're profiting off of all of these stereotypes that they're projecting onto these characters right so and i guess john singleton felt very powerful he felt very strongly about that too and he often criticized like popular movie studios for refusing to let black people create or direct um black films mm-hmm. so um with that it just reminded me again of what we were saying about how you know we have to be careful about who create not be careful but just you know keep in mind who's yeah yeah, who's creating our content you know and i know oftentimes we see all these movies that are aimed at people of color um but they're you know written by a bunch of white folks that think that this is what our lives is like and i sometimes you know you'll agree that when you something comes off on film like it doesn't seem right it doesn't seem genuine and Mm -hmm. a lot of the times it's because it's not being made by someone like us (laughs) and they can't really tell our story because they can only observe and give us their opinion on it but right the take is not going to be firsthand i completely agree yeah and uh with that i know you had some stuff too um so john singleton uh was known you know he was a famous screenwriter producer and director Mm -hmm. uh i think patty just said that um boys in the hood was like his the, the film that he's known the most for um, it was also nominated for uh, best screenplay in addition to the best director. Um, he's he's done a lot of uh, really good films. I didn't even know this. He produced Hustle and Flow. Oh, I didn't um, know. Yeah, and that stars Taraji P Henson um, and Terrence Howard. Uh, I think because they had such great chemistry, um, they you know rolled into the show Empire. And they're some people say um, it could just be speculation. I kind of want to get your opinion on this they're saying that empire is kind of loosely based on hustle and flow those characters um kind of like loose adaptation of that and i guess they were saying originally i think taraji p henson was chosen for the role of cookie and they were going to get someone else um to play lucius but she fought for um terrence howard oh wow just because they had that uh chemistry um he also there's like a new fx series called snowfall about cocaine um in like la and how it started and stuff like that and i remember seeing previews for it but i had no idea that he was one of the people that worked on it i don't know if it's still on um but it looked like a really interesting show and so i I knew him more for like films i didn't know he was dabbling into tv too oh wow yeah so that was something he was working on i didn't know that either it's really hard for a lot of directors to cross right because they either get not boxed into them. I mean, movies, I think, is where a lot of people want to be. But, you know, moving from uh, TV to movies is also difficult, right? I movies feel like it's TV. easier because, like, I feel like it's easier to transition from film and then into TV because you already have that name and people That's are like, true, yeah. they'll back you. But I think it's hard when you're TV to transition into film because they're like, oh, this film's completely different. Right. You might not be able to no, handle you're right, it. You're right. But I, I think you, I kind of agree with you that people normally stay in their lane. Like they stick with TV or they stick with movies. So the cool thing that he was trying to transition over, um, I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, he's also done other movies like uh, Baby Boy with Tyrese and again uh, Taraji P. Henson, uh, Poetic Justice that starred um, Janet Jackson and um, Tupac. Uh, Rosewood, Higher Learning. Um, most of his films examined urban and racial tensions, and he wanted to bring to life the struggle um, that African Americans face from a real, realistic point of view. Um, and Boys in the Hood, again, was one of his uh, more famous films, and it chronicled the lives 
of three children, like three childhood friends that grew up in South Central um, amid poverty and gang violence. It starred Cuba Gooding Jr., Lawrence Fishburne, and uh, Ice Cube. So um, I just wanted to like and uh, take a look back at his films. If you haven't had a chance to see one, uh, I would say definitely check it out. There's also Four Brothers. He pr- he produced that. Um, oh, Jar- that's one of Jardos. Yeah, that's one of my favorites yeah. too. And I had no idea that he I had he no did idea it. that he had done that either. Yeah, so I mean, he has some some great films out there. There's probably even more that I'm not even list uh, listing. Um, but we just wanted to take time out to um, honor him. It's it's kind of sad because a lot of times in our society, like or just society in general, we don't um, tend to pay our respects or honor people until they've passed away. Um, we were definitely going to highlight him because we want to speak about directors. But with his passing, we we thought it would um, we couldn't let his passing go without us acknowledging all his great work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know he had some great projects in the work that unfortunately, you know, won't be able to to oh, come so, to pass. Yeah. yeah, but I'm hoping that maybe he left some things behind so that someone else can pick up his le- legacy where he left off so that um, his name doesn't just go away. Um and I don't know. We, I mean, I wanted to ask you, um, mm-hmm. what do you like? Uh, I noticed he made a really large, a big impact to a lot to the black community. Um, what is your take on that? I can see rightfully so because um, he really portrayed our lives in a realistic way. Um, he wasn't going for the shock value. He wasn't going for the stereotypes. He showed people in different roles and different characters, um, and it just felt real. Like, when you watch one of his films, you feel like, wow, this takes me back to my childhood. This takes me, like, this. I can watch this with my family, and we can all relate to it because it, this feels like my experience. Like, it's nice to, to see a film, and you can see yourself in it, and you have those same experiences, and to know, like, I'm not alone. Like, other people are experiencing it. It's really nice because, I mean white movies are great but a lot of times that's their story so you you can't yeah you don't feel seen and you can't completely relate to it so with his films I just felt like we were finally being seen and uh appreciated and I mean they're nice yeah sometimes they're kind of eye-opening especially like baby boy when you look at that it kind of pisses you off but then it's crazy how accurate it is because you're like a lot of the stuff he's saying is true he's like putting it out there I actually haven't seen baby boy so yeah you should okay so baby boy is i think it's probably uh i don't want to speak out of turn but i feel like it's probably very similar in the hispanic community it's about again a, a baby boy he's a grown man but he still lives at home his mom takes care of him he um yep. he has a, yeah he has a yep. he has a girlfriend who um independent black woman she's got her own apartment she's got her own car but yet she's taking care of this grown man too like if his mom's not doing it, his girlfriend's doing it. Like, he's using her car. Uh, she dro- He drops her off at work, and then he uses her car. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, and then he's out there doing whatever he wants to do, and it's fine because it's like, oh, no, he can't. He could do no wrong. He's not yep. working. He's just out there being a thug. And it just shows you how, you know, he needs to man up. And, like, his girlfriend gets fed up, and she's like, I'm done with you. So it shows his progression from being, like, this grown man acting like a child and then him like realizing okay I have to man up I have a child I have a girlfriend mm-hmm. if I want 
If she, and when we say man up, we don't mean it in the derogatory term no. of not being able to have emotions, but we maturing, need to grow up. Yeah. To maturing, to, to get your shit together and yeah. not expect someone else to take care of you, to realize you have responsibilities and to own up to those responsibilities yep. and to um, bring more to relationship than a dick. Right. Because he thought that, oh, I'm just slinging this. I'm good. I don't have to bring anything else. But he realized you know after a while you know she's a good woman she can go find someone else so it shows him realizing okay if i if i want her i'm gonna have to do more than just dang that is and that's what the movie's about yeah and then it's and it's not a comedy no it's there are some funny parts in it like but overall it's it's pretty deep snoop dogg's in it of course and he makes it he's funny like he makes it funny but it's still serious serious. Yeah. yeah that's what i like because he with his films he takes um, a look at serious subject matters that we can relate to, and but he makes them. He adds in funny too, so it's not too heavy. Uh, he knows how to balance the funny with the serious. And got it. Yeah, yeah. you should definitely check it out. If I you will seen check it. it out because I know that some not everybody has that. Like you said, not anyone can really show us an experience that they have not had. You know what I mean? And, and then it's like what's good about this is it's a lot of actors before they got big like Taraji, I think that was her breakout role. Oh, so wow. you'll look at this and you'll be like, "Oh my god, I know that person. I know that person. I know that." But yeah. when it first came out, these he like he um helped like launch a lot of these people's careers because a lot of people like they weren't known. And right. then after this film, they kind of blew up, so it's kind of cool. Wow, yeah. I'm definitely adding this to my movie list. Oh, that's a, that's 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 deep. That's deep. And it's a great loss um, for the directing community in general because, mm-hmm. you know, he obviously when, um, not to say the directors are the most important, uh, I mean, everybody plays like a crucial role, right, in creating a movie and stuff, but directors do bring a vision and um, there's already not a lot of directors of color out there, so to have lost one today, or not today, sorry, like uh, have lost one, I mean, it, it takes a big hit to the movie people that watch movies and people that want to be seen especially someone that did it so well that was able to portray something that you know like Ali J was saying you know you feel seen like they they can show you this on camera like that's not easy to do you know just like writers when they try to you know they have to show you not tell you something that's Mm -hmm. the job of a director as well and to be able to show you something and for it to translate that well to an audience you know that that was both um it's it was a gift and unfortunately we lost someone that was very important to this way too soon way too soon he's 51 yeah that is crazy and he left behind a couple of children right yes and they're like they're kind of fighting over all his stuff right now which is yeah um which is unfortunate uh but for me like what it kind of resonates which is like kind of cliche and people always say it but life is too short like you need to go out there if there's a dream that you want to accomplish or something you want to do don't put it off till tomorrow do it today because tomorrow's not promised um i'm not trying to get all sentimental or anything but it's just important like with me and uh, patty doing this podcast is something that's very important to us and you know like with the passing of john singleton it really shows us like the stuff that we plan to do tomorrow like we're trying to get out there and make more of an impact because we do want to make a difference in our community um and this we're doing that with our podcast so if you have something that you want to do that you have a passion for do, do it. it do it just like nike says do it like life is way too short live your life to the fullest whatever that means for you amen amen and um to kind of get on that uh you know we're trying to develop this podcast um we know that some of our listeners are probably very creative and have different things so we want to have more special guests we want to interview people we want to 
take get your take on movies and things like that. So if you're creative um, and you'd like to be on the podcast and maybe give your point of view or if there's something you'd like to add to our podcast that we didn't think about, let us know. Yeah, guys. We'd love to collaborate yes, with some people. Definitely. We actually have a line of really awesome guests um that we're gonna be having uh starting next episode right LJ? yeah mm-hmm. so we're very excited to to bring these people on and you know um not that ali j don't have a perspective but we our perspectives although they differ um we have there's other people that have completely different thoughts and i think it would be fun to bring in more people so like we said if you're out there and you would want to be on our show um shoot us a dm on instagram like if you you're into it we don't have to live in the same city you don't have to there's ways for us to remotely record so we can definitely have you on if you're someone that has an opinion about films shoot us a dm we want to hear from you and with that, we wanted to move, uh, close out. Um, we have a few segments to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, uh, two very, uh, very sad, um, contexts. I know you wanted to talk about one specifically, Alicia, um, the one about the police shooting and... Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, we're big on social media and, um, I saw something, I believe it was on Instagram, about this white blonde lady with blue eyes who was recently killed by police and as a settlement for the pain and suffering of the family um they were rewarded millions of dollars for her loss and to me this was definitely a what the fuck like caucasia like i'm not i don't want to um belittle her death like no one deserves um to die especially with um by police violence um and i don't you know any death is just as important as another but to me uh it just shows even in death that there's white privilege because they show that her life and her death are worth more than um minorities like people of color because you know a lot of times especially recently there's been a lot of racial tension and there's been a lot of um gun violence and police brutality and what happens to the the police officers, officers yeah i mean they have them the on camera thugs, we say. yeah the thugs in uniform they show killing these innocent people or even if they're not innocent um using uh excessive force. yeah excessive, excessive force and killing these people um with no cause um and then what happens to them they get put on suspended paid leave um they go to court they're acquitted yeah and then they go right back to to just to working departments yeah yeah they they go to a a different department but they're still right there um probably um terrorizing other people but they're worse worse than the catholic priests right aggressors because they purposely choose their profession as a way uh to get away with harassing and targeting and and beating up uh people of color and it's like we can do it because we have on a uniform we have a badge and nothing with these families like they leave behind all they have is misery and heartache and the memories and and nothing but then this other lady gets killed and her family's rewarded like so that does just show okay a white woman's life is more important than people of color and again guys um we have always um we know that this is a movie podcast and it's not that we're trying to make this like a political podcast in any way but as a reminder that a big reason why we created this podcast was because there really wasn't um any sort of showcasing that happened with minorities and you know movies to us is a really um i want to say healthy distraction from a lot of the harsh reality that's around us Mm -hmm. so but we 
like anybody else so we do not want to ignore the situations that are out there and the reason why we share these news is because um, we want to make you aware too and we want you to keep ears out and eyes out as to what is happening around us if we're not sure or we're not sharing that with you it doesn't really feel like we're doing our part because aside from being movie lovers like we're some we're women of color that um how do i explain this better but we, you know we're we're ladies of color just trying to get by in the world and unfortunately a lot of these injustices that go on around us like if we're not talking about them we're ignoring them and we're exactly again siding with the oppressor so with that though we did want to add one more thing um and it was about uh the horrible restrictions um that are coming in place in georgia alabama and it's georgia and alabama for right sure, now right? yeah yeah and you know the horrible abortion ban that's happening um you guys like this isn't a war on uh on babies it's a, it's a war on women okay mm-hmm. uh whatever your your thoughts are on abortion um i know that this is a very sensitive subject but whatever your thoughts are uh we have to remember that old white men are making fucking decisions for women and that needs to fucking change it's 2019 and whether these people first of all half of these men can't find the fucking clitoris and they're trying to tell us (laughs) how the fuck to regulate our uterus like this needs to fucking go like this can't be a thing and a lot of women i personally don't give a shit if you're doing it because now's not the fucking time if now's not the i i really don't care like if you decide that you want to do it you know what's best for your body you know what's best for your life you know that you can't bring a child into this world for without being ready like you do what you got to do so this is a very uh quick reminder to to vote to get out there Mm -hmm. to call to call your call people call your representatives like you guys need to let these people know that this is not again this is not a war on anything other than than on women that's true that's very true they're trying to control um who we are and what we do and that's not that's not fair and it's not okay um and like patty said by staying quiet it's it's almost as if you're agreeing it agreeing with it because they're saying well no one's saying anything so it's okay for us to do this you have to voice your opinion and if you don't agree with it you have to stand up because if not nothing's going to change and then important part two is uh getting out there and vote because that's the only way things uh can change and kind of to go on a tangent but correlated to this you know um with healthcare, they're talking about um not only like banning abortions but um some healthcare plans uh they do cover it so they're trying to remove it so that if you do want to get an abortion you would have to pay out of pocket and it wouldn't be covered under your insurance uh and they're also talking about um possibly because right now um birth control is covered under um health reform so most health insurance plans you can get um birth control either for free or you know at a discount uh, now they're talking about trying to remove it completely so that way women don't have options as far as keeping themselves safe. And it's just crazy to me because Viagra to help a man get his <laughs> dick hard, that's something that they'll always allow. But for right. women, like, trying to stay safe. Why isn't that considered? Yeah, You're exactly. Boarding all your little fucking semen. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean this I mean they're definitely doing things slowly but surely. So it's important to take look and you know again like Patty said this is a movie podcast, but the whole reason why we're doing this is because we want to represent 
the minority and women are a minority i mean we get paid less than men um and it's important to bring up issues like this because it they all they're all connected and um you know if you guys have an opinion on this let us know but this is something that we just couldn't stand by and not say anything about because it's something we're very passionate about we feel like um we're you know we're feminists we feel like women have control of their body and they have a say the final and only say about what goes on with their body unless men want to start um yeah men having start yeah, being carrying allies, a baby and yeah having or periods. getting a vasectomy just yeah. get a vasectomy what's the difference yeah, yeah. why is everything put in, in our court right like it takes two if you don't if, it, it, and that's important if you're gonna take away the option for us um to have an abortion then it should be a requirement that men have a vasectomy i read a very interesting tweet now i say that and i wish i could remember the name i will tag it i will share it on our instagram stories because i do have it screenshot but i can't move my phone right now but with that it was a woman saying okay so if after six weeks abortion becomes illegal because we're so women are supposedly carrying a human life is that when the child support starts oh is that when you're not able to deport the mother because she's carrying an american citizen oh when so it's a like we just want to know where exactly they're drawing the line and i thought to me that was genius i'm like if that's the case like don't fucking dance around it let's not pretend like it's lives that you care about when there's fucking children in cages still like let's not pretend that that's the thing that's not the that's not the reason why they just want to and that that's a good point because you know we're getting heated over here and we're upset because um they also uh get mad they don't want people to be on welfare and things like that but if you're forcing them to have children and they can't afford to take care of them then how do you expect like there's a direct correlation there so i mean you can't have it both ways you can't tell people they can't uh abort a child they have to bring the child up then you expect them to raise it by themselves if yeah, you take you that choice away. Yeah, you have in the White House trying to tell women that they also can't get uh, welfare. And it's like, okay, so they can't have the child. They can't support the child. But do you want them to keep the child because not doing it would be inhumane? I don't understand the... I heard something else, too, that, that I thought was, like, hilarious. And it was kind of, like, along the same lines that what you're saying. Like, you, you pretty much want them to raise... Um, children until they get to the age where they can be in the military and then you're okay with them dying for our country and, and dying in these pointless wars so it's like no like we don't want you to kill the the baby as a fetus we want to be able to kill it when it's 18 and it's fighting for um what we feel is right yep so it's, it's, they don't mind murder it's just like until when it happens poor, yeah until the child is black or brown that's when it doesn't matter and unfortunately you guys like say so we don't mean to get, get like a kid go on a rant about this but it's one of those things that we felt it was important to vocalize so thank you for listening to this uh we have one more note before we take off um we did want to say we are going to be posting two different foundations that we'd like you to donate to um so keep an eye out for our stories i'll try to share them daily um so that you get a chance you know anything helps i know that sometimes we think like hey you know i don't have a lot of money five dollars three dollars whatever it is that they take like it helps so if you guys want to donate to some of these like you'll be more than welcome to we'll be sharing them on our site soon um on our site on our instagram um also uh like stay tuned we will be having new episodes coming out um more frequently and we have a lot of exciting and amazing guests um making appearances and lastly we know we want to deeply 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 apologize about the lack of um organization that we had with our movie box giveaway guys um 
sadly like it was a lot of things kind of just came up all at one time we had a lot of the stuff a lot of the stuff was hanging out in our car for a really long time and it was just a matter of us photographing it to make it appealing and getting it together but we'll be doing that really soon and posting lots of pictures of them and then of course opening up the contest and we'll be announcing an official giveaway date um you can be expecting like like i said a perfectly curated movie night with uh, movies blankets candy popcorn um we're gonna toss in a couple of gift cards to uh foo pizza and movie streaming services one of one movie streaming service right yeah so uh keep your eyes peeled for that and again thank you so much for listening if you are listening to us on itunes please uh rate and review this podcast it really helps out and if you are listening to us anywhere else just you know it really helps out um if you reshare our episodes or if you tag us like we really appreciate all of that right yes and um to kind of go with that we appreciate your support and you listening and we want to get you guys more involved so you feel like you're a part of the creative process um so we are adding a new segment a q a segment where yeah, um, okay we want to give you a chance to ask us a question um you have the option of doing that by um reaching out to us through our facebook page through our instagram page um or dm or dm yeah any way you can reach us email email too email yeah you can reach us through email um all the information you can find on our instagram but um we want you to get to know us more so feel free to ask a question for me either me or uh patty or both of us um and then we'll answer a question each um both of us will answer a question each episode and then also um just to kind of tie the episode up uh speaking of john singleton we want to get your opinion on your favorite john singleton movie and why um so i mean you can even reach out us through our stories just let us know what your favorite um, movie is why what kind of impact it had on you and then john singleton as a whole like what does he mean to you um and how did his passing affect you and uh, we will be shouting out some of our listeners on our next episode and answering yes. your questions. Yes, because some of you guys have, oh, not some of you guys. Well, I'm only saying some of you guys because only some of you guys have reached out to us. <laughs> but the ones that have, you all have amazing opinions. And a lot of people, they share information that we don't even know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's always like eye-opening when people share stuff. And so please keep sharing stuff with us. And like you said, answer Ali G's question. Shoot us a DM. We're also, um, you can also send us an email at T-O-O o-o-r-e-e-l at gmail.com and how many o's was it real that's four o's okay right yeah i hope i'm not wrong i'm pretty sure it's four o's just try it out guys if you get a return to sender then you know that it's maybe one no and maybe it's two more o's i don't know there's a lot of o's in there because that's what our podcast was taken so yes yeah um so with that you guys uh bye bye